Hi, I'm Chelsea, the Christian Nutritionist. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast. We are here to fire you up in spirit, mind, and body so that you can get out into the world and be everything God created you to be. Welcome to the club. Here we go. Hello friends, welcome back to the club. How are you today? How much do you love the name of this podcast? Tighten your tinkler. I'm so excited um, for many reasons. Um, I love it because it's a, it's a fun name um, and I'm obsessed with alliteration as evidenced by the name of my children, Ben, Bo, and Blair Blackbird, and nobody ever gets called the right name. But the other reason I'm super excited about this podcast is that we are talking about a topic that affects so many women, pelvic, um, pro- pelvic problems, um, you know, things that include um, bladder symptoms like urine leaking and having to pee 10 times a day and recurring urinary tract infections or just that pain and pressure in your pelvis or pain with intercourse, pain using a tampon, um, you know, just not fun stuff. (laughs) Too many problems with the lady business. And so I have two um, guest experts on with me today um, that help women through this, that have the solution to overcome these problems. And I'm so excited to um, get their expertise and share this with you. We have Jen Lormand, who is an exercise physiologist, fitness studio owner, and mom of three. And we have Christina Walsh. She is a licensed physical therapist who specializes in integrative manual therapy, and she is a mom of two. And these amazing ladies are the creators of Tighten Your Tinkler, which is a women's pelvic recovery program. Welcome to the Christian Health Club podcast, ladies. Thanks Thanks for having us, Chelsea. What a great intro, man. I know. I feel like we have a lot to live up to now because that was awesome. (laughs) I know you all. Well, you know, this is fun. I've never had two guests on at once, so this is going to be fun. I feel like we're just going to have like a good girlfriend chat and you're going to give us all the scoop because, uh, you know, I um, actually have a friend who I was you know, had told a while ago that I was going to record this and she keeps asking me, when is this coming out? When are you going to do this? Because I need to know what to do. And so, um, so I'm just so happy to have you on today. And I would love if you would share, um, share a little bit of your background story. I know a little bit of your stories and, you know, I find that a lot of us find our specialties and our passions, um, when we're in search of trying to overcome our own um, health and wellness issues, I know that was true for me, and I know you know that is somewhat true for y'all as well. So if you would dive into a little bit of how you got here and how you came to create Tighten Your Tinkler, I would love that. Do you want to start, Jen? Sure. Um, I have been on this journey um, in regards to pelvic floor dysfunction and pelvic organ prolapse, which we'll get into the definitions of what those things are, 
Um, it started back when I had my first son, who will be 16 in January. Um, had a very traumatic birth experience, and which led to many of the symptoms that we are discussing today. Um, I had my first two children 16 months apart. So when my oldest was six months, I got pregnant with my second child and uh, my pelvic floor and all of the different issues that I was having hadn't uh, had time to heal. So things were exacerbated. Um, and then I created another program called Mommy Movement where I actually helped myself and other women get back into shape. Um, and then God blessed me with a unexpected third child <laughs> nine years later. Wow. So I have a, two high schoolers and a kindergartner. And um, unfortunately, with that delivery, it, that pregnancy and delivery really did push me over the edge. Um, when I, after I delivered Cooper, I had a five finger width separation of my abdominal muscles, chronic low back pain, um, just a host of different issues, both bowel and bladder, and ended up being diagnosed with stage two pelvic organ prolapse. And I was in a lot of pain and seeking help, which <laughs> led me to fall upon Christina Walsh's table and had the pleasure of having her work on me as a practitioner. And from the very first time we met, there was just a connection. Her Total work, chemistry. Her work incredibly immediately alleviated much of the discomfort that I was having. And I was like, okay, listen, I'm working with a lot of women that have these types of issues. Will you please come and work with me? And so fast forward a little bit, she ended up opening shop in my studio. And we have been working together for, how long did we figure it out? Six years. Six but, years. And it's oh, just wow. been the most, uh, like, perfectly ordained organic growth for the two of us. I mean, we we have this naturally aligned passion of helping women get their, basically get the control of their body back. It's not so much get your body back. We're not into the aesthetic part, although that is a lovely side yes. effect of our program. So things tend to improve as well. But what really gets us excited is the improvements in the quality of life that we're able to get together for women. Um, yes. And I think Jen and I's uh, birth stories are a great counterpoint to really round out our personal experience. My births were much less traumatic. Uh, I had a completely un unmedically assisted, midwife assisted first vaginal delivery. My labor was long, 26 hours, but not crazy for a first. Um, my second one had to be induced because of blood pressure four weeks early, but they were both vaginal deliveries, no forceps, no nothing, no surgeries. But you know, even no, not even any tearing. But what I did have was two babies who were delivered sunny side up, which puts a lot of pressure on the back half of the pelvic bowl. So where Jen dealt with much more of the bladder and uterus, bladder and, and urethra. urethra symptoms, I have a rectal pressure situation. Um, so we've I've, got both sides of the bowl covered. We've got over both here, sides Kelsey. of the pelvic bowl covered in our personal experience, <laughs> and and you know we're excited to be you know cracking open the door to talk about these things in a way that's not ugly. You know, we want to basically give women permission to admit that this stuff is going on, but also to share with them that there's a way to address it, that there's hope. Yeah. Because we've been at the bottom of the pit um, of, of despair and anxiety and frustration. 
and just straight up pain. Pain. I mean, straight yep. up pain. And so naturally, we were excited when we discovered this tool at a workshop together called the pelvic core. It's called the pelvic core and started using it with patients and clients and getting great results. Um, but we didn't have any concrete data. You know, women were just like, yeah, we feel better. And we're like, well, how do we, uh, you know, what, what does better mean exactly? Because we're both scientists at heart and want to, you know, want to know the nitty gritty. And, um, and that have, led us. We have big dreams of making a bigger splash in the medical community of, of making more proactive postnatal Guideline care changes. guidelines more more yeah. proactive and and conservative and we know this program can do that we but we knew that the medical professionals really are not interested in anecdotes and testimonials yeah, they data want data driven. and we love data too so we took on the crazy task of <laughs> partnering with a professor at the University of New Orleans who was kind enough to partner with us to do a, a legitimate research study study uh, we wow. took 40 women through our program and two years. It took two years to do it all while we were still, you know, working and taking care of our kids and paying the bills. Uh, but passion project, total yeah. passion project. Um, and we got results that were better than we had even hoped for. Yeah. And so at that point, it was like, we have to get this out there. We, women yeah. deserve access to this care. And the, we, the best way to do that for the most women was to put it online. So there we are. And we had a, women actually asking for this. We I did. Mean, yep. And so it was kind of like, yeah, we know we that we to need do to do this. And our research has well, actually already been published twice, uh, parts of our data sets. We are right now waiting for the final... Um, full set of data. Full yep. set of data to be published in the uh, Women's... Journal of Women's Health Physical Therapy. Thank you. Yeah, that so is it's so exciting. We are so excited. That is so exciting. I'm so happy that, you know, we can talk about this and just, you know, I, women just don't even know this is an option. And so that is, you know, really what we want to talk about today is, you know, that what this is, this is an option for, for women and, you know, who it's right for. Um, and, you know, who it can help. And I think, you know, I'd like to start with, um, I think it's interesting because I guess my first question is, is this really, does this really affect people that have had vaginal births? I mean, is that kind of who most of your clients are? Is that, is that where it all goes wrong? <laughs> no. It's a fantastic question. The majority of the women in our care have had a baby. Yes. But whether okay. it's vaginal or not is completely not important. And certainly vaginal birth injuries specifically can occur, but just the process of carrying a full-term pregnancy has dramatic effects on our pelvis and pelvic floor, whether or not, I don't care how that baby comes out. Yeah. <laughs> because, because C-sections come with a whole other host of issues like scar tissue. Yes, that, you know, yeah. that was my question because I had three C-sections. And so, you know, I have all these friends that are like jumping on the trampoline and they're like peeing or they're trying to like run a 10K and they, you know, they wet their pants and they're like telling me all these problems. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't have that. And I'm like, well, I guess it's because I didn't have any vaginal births, which, you know, if I could go back, it's before, you know, if I could go back, I would push harder for some V-backs. Um, but <laughs> that um, wasn't the you know, thing that I don't, as much as it is now. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it wasn't as well known. I didn't, 
I didn't know much about it, but I don't experience anything like that. But what I was surprised is as I was going through information um, to see that, you know, some of the symptoms and issues that you help women with are ongoing back and hip tightness. And I'm like, uh, I mean, yes. I am just plagued by this. And, you know, I, I joke, which is, it's not really a joke. It's really sad because I'll tell my husband, like, I'm going to be all nice and nutritionally fit on the inside, but I'm not going to be able to get off the floor because like my hips are so tight. I can, you know, I get mm. so stiff. And so I was like, okay, this is, wow. Okay. This is like applies to me too. And just, you know, so there's a broad it's range of people very... that are women that this affects. So could you kind of talk a little bit more about, um, I guess the women you help or the women this can help and that kind of thing. Just, it's funny the way you just mentioned that can't get up off the floor thing. Just an anecdote aside is that Jen's been working with a woman in her 40s, so not old, who was having trouble getting up off the floor because of back pain. And had already mm. done several rounds of classical physical therapy. That just, at um, least she is currently working with this woman, yeah. so it's crazy that you happen to mention that issue. And, and the root cause is truly pelvic floor dysfunction. And, you know, I mean, that sounds like a fancy word. What we're breaking down for you is it's basically just the bowl of musculature that supports your organs. Guts. Yeah. I mean, it's front <laughs> to back and side to side. And, you know, for whatever reason, the pelvic floor has been treated like a magical unicorn muscle group. And it's, it's trained differently as an exercise physiologist. The way that I see it is it's trained so much differently than the way we train every other muscle group. I'm a big proponent of functional training. And really, the pelvic floor is part of a team. Yes. And the muscles that it teams with are the glutes, the hip rotators, the deep abdominals, and the back extensors. And these, these guys all rely on one another. And when they're well-balanced and all strong, it's, it's a beautiful thing and, it, and it, it allows you to move and function in this life without yeah. all those symptoms but when one when of the team members checks falls off, off yep. whether it's you know um christina lovingly calls it post baby she had dormant butt syndrome <laughs> right so if you had a baby and like all of a sudden you're looking in the mirror going what, what the happened, heck to, happened to my, to my booty? booty i used to have the cutest booty i mean like I said, we're not as motivated by the aesthetic piece, but I mean, that's a, but it's, that it's, was a, it's a red flag, right? A red like flag. what the heck's yep. happening that my booty's getting flat and I can't get my glutes to turn on. Yes. Or oh my gosh. You can't get your abs that is to the, turn I on. I love that. Yeah. I mean, you're going to have so many women out there like, oh my gosh, I have a dormant booty. That is my problem. <laughs> I mean, that is so bad. So we can help you fix that. <laughs> we fix all of these things We've, with the same program. Yeah. But that's the miracle of the program is how the range of symptoms that it effectively addresses. And, and that's why we are just obsessed with it personally and professionally and so passionate about getting it out there. Because like you said, the surprising things that you don't think are connected back in hip yes. tightness. Um, yes. Obviously, the bowel and bladder things, whether it's frequency, urgency, leakage. Incomplete emptying. Incomplete emptying. So that's where you pee, and then you get up, and then five minutes later, you're like, I got to pee again. Or you pee in 20 mm. times a day, or you have recurring UTIs. Or you're UTIs. losing gas without yep. your control. You have urgency um, through, you know, rectal urgency or... You're losing stool maybe in your underwear when you bend over, you pick up something heavy. 
um, yep. all, all of those different things. Or you're straining, straining, straining to have a bowel movement. You can feel it's right there, but why would it, but come, it won't out? come out? Um, or uh, pain. these are all just awful, right? awful things. And, and, and you know they affect and they're the quality so of embarrassing. life. Hugely yeah. embarrassing, and it, it takes a lot of courage for women to even bring this stuff up to their physicians. Mm. And and the really heartbreaking thing yes. that we hear day in and day out, which is why we're on this super passionate mission, is that we hear women come in all the time that tell us, I told my doctor about these symptoms and they, they said told it me was it was normal. normal. So I had this experience personally when I was f- first diagnosed with pelvic organ prolapse. I had been feeling a lot of pressure in my pelvis. And I mean, to the point where it felt like that pressure when, you know, when you're towards the end of your pregnancy and it's like just all that so pressure much pressure and I'm like well mm-hmm. my baby's one so clearly there's nothing happening in there and I had the courage to take a mirror sat on the toilet looked down there bared down like I was having a bowel movement and I saw something coming down and out of my vagina now I didn't know what that was but I knew that it wasn't normal so immediately I got up off the toilet called my OB's office and and scheduled an appointment I went in to see my OBGYN, laid on her table, like totally in tears about, oh my gosh, what is wrong with me? It feels like something's falling out of me. Her response to me was, oh, this isn't as bad as the rectocele that I have that comes out, you know, like a couple inches. This is normal. And, From her OBGYN. And I was oh, like, well, I would like a referral to, to a urogyno for a diagnosis. And she was like, I really don't think that's necessary. But being a practitioner myself, I was like, well, I appreciate that you don't think it's necessary, but I would like the referral. And she ended up writing the referral for me, which was required by my insurance company. And then I went to the urogyno and was diagnosed with stage two prolapse of both my bladder and my uterus. And, and it's not, you know, I don't want anybody to hear us. We're not doctor bashing. Yeah, we're really not. OBGYNs are amazing at what they do and what they're trained to do, which is safely escort us through pregnancy and childbirth. But their training does not include a lot of this, these back-end issues, you might call them, but they're, they are the doctors women turn to for help with these things, but they're, that's not their training. So they're not trying to be ugly. They're not trying mm-hmm. to be unhelpful. They just don't know, and that's what we're trying to change in, in our big-picture goal, but one, mm-hmm. one woman at a time right now. <laughs> that's what it takes, and I totally get that because it's the same, you know, in nutrition. It's like, I don't ever want to come off as doctor bashing, but they're not trained. They get very yes. little nutrition yep. training. And I'm like, hello, your whole body is, you know, dependent made of the food that you eat. So yes. it's a little bit important. And, um, and so, yeah, I think we can, you know, work, um, complimentary to, um, to doctors. And, um, I think we all work together just to give, um, women and people just the best care that we can. So you kind of, okay. So if somebody, what is the typical route of somebody, you know, goes in and they, you know, they tell their doctor and their doctor kind of either blows them off, which is just horrible, or, um, you know, what are some of the things that might be suggested or that women are suggested, recommended to try? If, if they're technically lucky, the physician recommends what's called women's health physical therapy. And that is, it, it can be a practice that's done, you know, with great results, uh, but it often involves inserting either fingers or devices into the vagina to test muscle strength and to build muscle strength. And it often involves a lot of what we believe is non-functional strengthening like Kegels. Um, and, and the sad thing is, I don't know if it's 
just the region we are in the country or just that we receive the women who don't respond to that. But we constantly find that women who've been through women's health physical therapy often either we get stories where they've gotten worse or not as much better as they had hoped um, or been traumatized by the experience of, of the inserting of fingers or devices into the vagina. And anyone with a history imagine. of sexual abuse, yeah. It, so again, and when you're dealing with these issues, keep in mind that some of the symptoms are pain with intercourse and pain with the use of tampons. So inserting something into that area creates more pain and just tension in that area. And like I said, we may just get the women who didn't respond well to that, but you know, we're, we're not providing, we're not saying that women's health PT isn't doing good. It's doing Correct. a lot of good for a lot of women. But what we're providing is different, and it's something you can do in the privacy of your own home without inserting anything into your body, without disrobing whatsoever, and without relying on mostly Kegels, which we find to be terribly ineffective because they don't translate into actual strength in movement. Uh, it's like well, trying to strengthen you. the yeah. bicep, holding a weight at your side and not moving your arm and just tightening your muscle in one place. That would not allow you to pick up a heavier box, say, or right. Um, it only makes you stronger in that, in that one, one tiny place yes. where you're strengthening. But even I think to that, um, when I was diagnosed with stage two pelvic organ prolapse, I could kegel like nobody's business because you've been working on that. <laughs> because I had been kegling, but that wasn't <laughs> holding anything up in there. It wasn't until I started practicing the protocol that we're using that I can literally do jumping jacks now with stage two pelvic organ prolapse and not pee on myself. That's huge. Yeah, I mean, that's that's unheard of. Like, so there's something to this. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I know when I was going through your info and I saw, because you think of this and my first thought was like, ah, hey, you gotta do Kegels, you know? And then I, when I was reading through the information, I was like, no Kegels. I'm like, no Kegels, no, no Kegels, what? I was like, what? Okay, this is not your what I was without a Kegel. Yeah, and, and <laughs> how do you make this happen? <laughs> yes, and sometimes Kegels can actually cause over tightening, which makes the symptoms worse. So this, but the program we're doing is much more about functional movement. Yeah, uh, simple things like lifting, sitting, standing. I mean, yep. just basic movement patterns. Yep. You just add the pelvic cord device, which is a ball and a band. It's very simple in a series of functional movements that replicate things we actually do yep. in daily life and that are targeted not just to isolate the strength of the pelvic floor, but to really bring back online the synergy of the pelvic floor, the deep abdominals, the glutes, the back extensors. And that's what's needed to provide you strength and decrease symptoms in daily life. When you pick up the groceries, have to haul your kid into the car, um, or, bend you over know, to some pick of the women, up. the gardening that they enjoy the and love yeah, to do. Playing with, it's, for a lot of women, this is something they don't realize is really an issue until later in life. So it's, they're dealing with grandkids by the time they find us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's kind of run me through, you know, the right candidate for um, somebody that you would work with, that somebody that your program would work for, because you're, you're talking about like stage two, you know, yeah. like kind of, I don't know all the differences and maybe some of um, the listeners don't either. So kind of run me through a little bit of that. And then, you know, who, what your program, who that would work for, maybe who would not be a good candidate, that kind of thing. That's so an awesome here's question. the beauty, Chelsea. <laughs> 
we actually went through and created a quiz that is on our website. It takes five minutes. To let people know exactly if they are a good candidate for the program or not. We based it off of the research questionnaires that we used in our research study. And so when they take that quiz, it lets folks know where they kind of shake out in terms of if it's a good fit for them or not. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay. And so if they if somebody wants to take that quiz, where do they find that? Where do they go? Tightenyourtinkler.com. And they okay. will also find on there the list of the long list of symptoms, symptoms. Yep. that this program addresses. Yep. So you can use the you can view the list of symptoms to say like, okay, yeah, I've got that. I've got oh wait. It's like how do they know I've also got that too? Yeah. You're gonna start to connect some dots and then you can take that five minute quiz, which again, like Jen said, is just a, a consolidation of the research validated questionnaires we used in our study and it gives you that immediate score. Yes, you fall into the same range as our research participants, you're probably gonna do well or or no you're not and here's what we recommend. Oh, that's so good to know. That, okay, that's, that's great. So, okay, they can go there. Um, okay, I have a question. I want to circle back. For all the people that are sitting at the stoplight doing their Kegels, like, you know, you're told to do. Uh, <laughs> right? Every time you're at a stoplight, do your Kegels. I, that's what I used um, okay. to actually, we yeah. used to recommend those things before we developed, before we found this tool and started using it on ourselves. And before we developed the program, we were making those same recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. Well, I mean, okay, so you said like that can make your pelvic floor too tight. I mean, what happens if your pelvic floor is too tight? What does that do? Your symptoms get worse. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so an, an over tight muscle is also a weak muscle. Yeah. So okay. it, it's hard to discern is your pelvic floor too weak, too loose, too tight? It often presents with the same symptoms. Oh, all right. Would you say? So. Oh, yes. That, well, that's good to know because I know there are probably a lot of women thinking they are, you know, doing the right thing by doing that. And they of might course. be making everything worse. So the only time that we ask women to Kegel in our program, we use that as a diagnostic tool. An assessment, self-assessment right. kind of. So we ask them that when they first begin the program, do a Kegel, how long can you hold it, document that. And then they're going to go through the program, and then they're going to do that again so that they can literally feel the difference. They're going to feel the difference in many ways, but they're going to really notice, whoa, I can, you know, turn my pelvic floor on quicker. I can lift my cervix higher. Or hold it longer. Or hold and, it longer. And it, the effects are that immediate. You can feel the difference pre and post doing the just initial One time exercises. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And the other thing that I just want to make sure we don't forget to – mentioned that we've put into the program that makes it unique and effective is that we've put in a battery of recovery, recovery tools. tools that, you know, we know that when you're building strength, you're going to have setbacks and you're going to continue to have symptoms until that strength reaches a threshold that it's ready to protect you and your movement. And so part of our program is tools that you can use that are quick and easy and fit into your life to manage your symptoms as you're building the strength so that you get to the strength building part safely and through it. Yeah, and I mean, the real beauty of this program, Chelsea, is because we are both busy working moms and busy women, we really wanted to create something that is truly doable. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the feedback that we get over and over again is how easy this is to incorporate into your life. It's a 10-minute routine, and there's something wonderful about knowing like specifically for you, Chelsea, if you were to come through the program and start feeling improvements in your hip and back, but maybe, you know, 
I don't know, you take a new exercise class and you've got some back and hip tightness, but you're like, it's all good. I've got my recovery tools that I'm going to just deploy and then I'm going to get right back on track. There's something um, incredibly empowering, empowering about that. Yes, absolutely. So, okay. So how does, how does the program work? I mean, so we're getting little, I've got like little bits and pieces in my mind here, like 10 minutes here. We've got a, a ball we're working with yes. and we're watching it. Okay. So kind of give me an idea of, of what goes into it and how it works. That's a, another great question. Mm -hmm. It's all uh, video based. So it's an okay. online program that you can sign up for and it, it will give you access to different modules at appropriate times. You begin with some self-assessments to help you track your own progress and figure out where you're starting from. And then we walk you through the recovery tools, which are going to be, a, again, a nice series of self-treatment techniques you can use to manage your symptoms. And then we bring in the exercises in three separate modules. So it's very digestible, one piece at a time. And yes, it will take you more than 10 minutes to learn the exercise series. It takes some practice. It's new and different. I've never had somebody say, oh, I've done something like this before. It's different, but therein lies the magic. <laughs> um, so okay. it's different. It takes a little getting used to, but it's, it's just easy series of movements that takes the guesswork out of Am I using the right muscle, which is another issue with Kegels that many women have. I don't know if I'm doing that right. We t this program is not at all like that. It takes that. that off the table. It takes that yep. off the table. It's just a series of movements that you learn, you get used to, and once you've got it under your belt, it truly is a 10-minute routine. And the and beauty is you're not sweating. No okay, sweat. This is not, yep. we say exercise, but it's it's really it's activation. a rehab program. So it's truly, we are again, teaching all those muscles how to come on board and partner together again. Because if you're dealing with dormant butt syndrome, if you're, if you're going through your <laughs> exercise classes going, gosh, I just, I can't feel my abs. All I feel is my back or, you know, something feels tight or wrong in my hip. That lets you know, that's your body letting you know, all those muscles are not coming on board to support you. And so that's the very first thing we do is it's really a series of activation to get those muscles to turn back on. And then we teach you the strength-based movements on how to get them stronger, how to lift your cute little booty back up, get your waistline smaller, <laughs> Narrow. right? Yep. All of those things. Yep. Yep. Well, I love all that. <laughs> <laughs> and we have, let's see, what other support have we built in? We've built in a calendar. A calendar. We've built in plenty of PDF da printable downloads to help you for and kind our, of on the go reference and resources. Um, and we've built in a, a post program assessment so you can really see how far you've come. Um, and you have lifetime access to all of the instructional videos and all the content and all the upgrades that we will continue to make as we learn more about how to do this best uh, digitally. So it's a lifetime access thing. That's awesome. So how long does it typically take to see improvement? I'm sure that's different from person to person depending, but um, are there any average times that, you know, you find that it's kind of like a magic, oh, two weeks in, you know, you'll typically see something or anything like that? Our research was 30 days. And so okay. that's why the program we ask for a five-day commitment, five-day-a-week commitment for 30 days for you okay. to really notice the difference. So, you know, once they learn how to utilize the recovery tools and 
learn how to do the full, what we call your new daily warm up for life, for just daily living, then we ask them to do that for 30 days. And that's when you should feel the difference. That's based on our research. And, and, and feel the difference is a tricky thing to define yeah. because are we saying we're going to cure every problem you've ever had completely in 30 days? Absolutely not. But there's also a, a feel the difference you can interpret in a, a more min, minutiae sort of way that many women start to, when they're coming in to see us, start to tell us in a, a week or two, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm connecting to my abs again for the first time in years. So they're starting to feel the difference in maybe smaller ways incrementally, but even before 30 days, they're going, oh, wow, you know, little things. My back didn't hurt when I bent I over this day. able to stand up longer without pain or yep. sit in the car for longer periods of time without pain. And those things just build over the 30 days and then continue past the 30 days as you continue to build strength. And everyone's, you know, everyone's pain threshold is different. Everyone's explanations of symptoms are different. Many of the moms that I work with are like, you know, I constantly before would feel like I want to stretch my back. And now I'm noticing, oh my gosh, I'm not, I'm not feeling that anymore. Um, the, the walk to the bathroom in the morning, I don't feel like an 80 year old woman anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? That was my deal. That was my barometer. Like, okay. <laughs> I feel, I feel like a 40 year old woman and not like an 80 year old woman when I get out of bed in the morning. Yes. I, I, like I said, I mean, I just, you know, would be, be so stiff and I'm like, this is terrible. I am too young for this ridiculousness. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yes. Um, yep. What, what are some, um, okay. So like, you know, my friends that are jumping on the trampoline with their kids and peeing, you know, so people can see true recovery in that. What are some of your, um, Maybe some of the clients that you've worked with that have been some of your favorite, um, you know, improvement stories. I mean, I like your personal I'm totally put you, putting you on the yeah. spot. <laughs> no, this is what we love this. We're, um, well, we I mean, do. I'll be honest, Chelsea, when, when we found this tool, um, I was kind of at lowest of lows. I had been recommended to have um, a full pelvic floor suspension surgery. And at the time I was 38 years old. And the surgeon had told me, look, I mean, this, this surgery only lasts for 20 years. So if you get it now, you're going to have to come back in and get it again as you get older. And um, it was just really devastating because I've always been active and um, everything was painful. Just to stand up and do my job and work with people was mm. painful. I wasn't able to pick up and hold my baby at the time. Um, I, and that still really bothers me tremendously because I lost out on that time that I'll never get back. But I mean, if I had not had, God blessed me with having those two older kids because they were the ones that were carrying my baby to the car, putting him in the car seat. I mean, it was really tremendously impacting my quality of life, let alone, I mean, to be intimate with my husband, quite honestly, just wasn't happening because it was so painful. And so, um, I had just decided when we bought, when we found this tool that I was going to do this for 30 days because from the very first time that I put it on and started using it, I felt different in my body. And I was like, there's something to this. So I'm going to do this for 30 days. And I mean, like I ran to Christina, I was like, there's something going on with this thing. Like I'm going to start using it with people. <laughs> and, and so I started using it with more and more people where now 
regardless of what someone comes to me with, every single person, that is their warm-up that we do. And I do, you know, I, I, I train a, some male clients. That's their warm-up. I mean, even, you know, my three boys, two of them who run cross-country, I make them use the pelvic core because it helps in so many different ways. But And all the women who are peeing on the trampoline, like, we've yeah. got you. That's no yeah, problem. That's, we can get rid of that easily. With yes. this. I mean, that's like the least of the... <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> like, we, but that that's is amazing. a great... It's a great reference point, though, because that is what... That's a symptom that most women actually nowadays are more comfortable, comfortable. talking about. Yeah. So most of the women in our study and in, that we work with personally come back to us, and that is the way they report feeling better. Sometimes that's a barometer they use and say, yes. I don't pee when I jump on a trampoline anymore. And they're delighted, but very often there's other symptoms that are kind of actually impacting their quality of life a lot more that have gotten better as well. But that is a comfortable barometer. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. And something that yeah. definitely gets better uh, with the program. Well, and that, that is, is something so that we didn't talk about is um, we actually also in the program do go over toileting positions for women who both have problems with incomplete bladder emptying, as well as the women um, with erectoceles who are struggling to get the stool out. They might be able to get it down, but it kind of gets stuck in the tissue. Mm -hmm. So there's so solutions we address, for yeah, we address all of that. that. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> it's amazing how much this really um, impacts, covers. I mean, it's, it's a lot yes. of different issues that um, it can address. I think that's really, it's so much more than I thought. Well, I don't know if you're interested in the statistics, Chelsea, but being the geeks that we are, <laughs> Statistically Geek out, speaking, sister, I love is, it. Yeah, this we, is we love it. <laughs> cases, right? So we think these numbers are much higher, but it's one in every three women that are dealing with some form of pelvic floor dysfunction, one in every nine women that are dealing with some type of pelvic organ prolapse. When you look at just, you know, baseline data of the census, we're talking about over 52 million women just in this country that are oh dealing with gosh. some form of pelvic uh, floor dysfunction. And just to give, you know, we all, we all understand how tragic, uh, how, how high the breast cancer diagnosis is in this country as well. On that end, it's 24 million women in this country that are dealing with breast cancer. So this is double that. I mean, we're talking about epidemic proportions. Um, when you've got large companies, we won't mention any names, that are making cute little disposable underwear, underwear or are making devices that are like a tampon to prop up your bladder that you insert, yeah, or, this um, is a big problem. Yeah, absolutely, oh yes. Or um, those devices that you insert that oh plug into goodness. your phone that you just kegel and kegel and kegel away. Please with, don't do that, don't ladies. Do those. Please don't do those. Gosh, dog. But just oh, one oh. one eyeball down the aisle in CVS for the adult women's uh, undergarment, absorptive undergarment aisle, and you go, this is a big problem because it's a whole aisle. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and so you've got, you know, on one end, some very um, serious, you know, issues happening that this can um, really help. And then for like me, I was like, oh, I'm, this isn't, this doesn't even affect me, but I really think it does. You know, I mean, I just living with this, this tight constant, you know, it's just, it's kind of like living just under the radar a little bit of, um, of feeling good all the time, you know, just because it's 
my back's always hurting and my hips are always tight. And it's just kind of present. It's not yes. serious. You but describe it's that so well. <laughs> well, you know, yeah. and so it's just like, you know, for some people, like, oh, it's not serious. I mean, when you talk about it, you know, and some of the women and what they're dealing with, it doesn't feel um, as important or as serious, but it does affect quality of life. And it doesn't Most definitely, let, I don't want to jump out of bed and, you know, with every, with a gusto that I, you know, I could, if I was not quite as stiff. And so, um, well, so and like I think you said, this that, is really neat, good to know. And it doesn't align with your age and your level of wellness that you would be feeling that way. Right. You know, exactly. and so like, what's wrong? <laughs> and yes, you know, in, in other developed countries, women receive uh, pelvic rehabilitative care proactively after every baby is born, and it's covered by the insurance. And we're we're falling short on that in this country. That there we're not taking care of. Nobody is there helping us. Nobody's teach. taking care of mama. Nobody's taking yeah. care of mama. It's is the baby okay? And how's the baby? And like, suck it up. And here's your new life. And I mean, I, I don't mean to be dramatic, but that's really, it's really what it's like. And if I hadn't had, I was so lucky to have the pelvic cord tool at my disposal after my second child was born. And I, I felt so blessed. I could picked it up. I knew the program. I started it on my maternity leave. And I can't imagine how much worse my symptoms would have been after that second sunny side up deli- vaginal delivery if I didn't have that tool to use after that second birth. So I think, yeah, Jen and I are, great point and counterpoint um, for how the different versions of the pelvic rehab story can go. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I, I, I totally understand your passion because it's like, you don't know if you don't know, but it's just like with, when it, with nutrition, like there's so many people out there. I'm like, Oh my gosh, you could feel so much better. And it hurts my heart that, you know, that people, they don't, they just don't know. They don't yes. understand that it can be turned around. They think they, you know, they have these, um, conditions you just have that to live are, with it. Yep. Yeah. they just have to live with it. It's quote unquote normal. That's just what happens when you age or whatever it is. And, um, and it's, it's sad and it's frustrating, but, um, but when you can get the message out and you can get people to, you know, just to go for it, to, to give it a try, then it, it's just really exciting to see people overcome something that, you know, they didn't, they didn't think they could. It's just, yes, um, it, it, it's the ultimate joy and And we do have some killer testimonials as well on our website it's hard to you know put into words um some of the the women's journeys um i we've talked a lot about the physical differences but you know it's a very emotional journey and if you're sitting out of activities that you could otherwise do with your loved ones if you're limited in your intimate relationship with your spouse uh, and the feeling uncomfortable effects. having that conversation. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah. not even sure who to turn or where to turn or if this is normal or if you or, have to live with it or is this going to be the rest of my life? It's it's overwhelming. Absolutely. Golly. Um, well, this is, um, I'm so just thrilled that you have found something that works for people. And I hope that everyone will... Um, Go and take the quiz, you know, and yes. see if they're a good candidate. So your when does your next um, round start? When are y'all going to be going through the program again? It's going to be available uh, for purchase again in January from January 16th to January 21st, 2020. 
Okay. So, um, okay, great. And so then once, once you purchase it, then you, um, then it, you, it's a, did you say five week long program? It's yeah, it's about five weeks that they'll have access. Um, well, not that they'll have access. It depends on what, what, uh, program they purchase. So we've got three different options. It's all the same uh, program as far as access to the videos and the content that we discussed, but the one version is we call the DIY. Uh, so you get the program, all the downloads, lifetime access to all the videos. We ship you the pelvic core ball, um, but the next uh, level up is we call the group coaching. So that's where you have access to Jen and I um, kind of on call to answer your questions in a private Facebook group as well as access to us doing a live coaching video every Wednesday where you can get your Q&A answered live or just post through the Facebook page um, any other time during that four to five week interval. Um, and last but not least, we do have a VIP option for people who feel like they have a really complicated case or really need a lot of one-on-one -on -one guidance and we can offer three one-on-one -on -one phone calls with Jen and I, video calls. Uh, throughout the, the process if you have a really complex situation that needs a lot of professional attention. So we have, it's all the same quote-unquote program as far as access to the content, the videos, the downloads, the calendar, the pelvic core ball, but there's different levels of support that we offer. Okay, gotcha. All right. Um, so that will be opening up um, mid-January and um, that is wonderful. Well, is there anything before we go, is there anything else that you wanted to share that we did not cover that you think is important for um, everyone to know? I feel like we covered a lot, um, but I certainly don't want to leave anything out if there's something else on your mind to share. I don't think there's anything. I think we talked about it all. I think we hit, hit all, the, all the major points where, you know, if anybody's interested, they could always go like our Facebook page. We do a weekly um, educational Facebook live video every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central with all kind of fun topics. This week we did how to fashion still, yeah, our first fashion <laughs> show, we did how to still look cute over the holidays, but dressing without injuring your body, even if you're dealing with pelvic dysfunction. Um, we do, um, does pelvic floor dysfunction hurt? Does pelvic organ prolapse hurt? Some people's doctors have told them no. Uh, we've done a show on just the anatomy and the terms and the diagnoses, breaking it down, simplifying it. So a lot of great free content on that Facebook page every Wednesday. Um, you can join our newsletter via the, uh, the website and get on the wait list to be notified about the launch in January so you don't miss it. Uh, and only and send that. out one email per week. Yeah, one email per week, guys. It's not a crazy list where you're going to be barraged. Um, yeah. But also you can take the quiz on the website. Uh, anything else you can think of, Jen? I don't think so. And if folks do have questions, feel free to message us um, on Instagram or Facebook Messenger, or they could email us at info at tightenyourtinkler.com. Okay, excellent. So, but I think everybody should go to the website and take the quiz for sure. I'm going to do that. Definitely. And, uh, <laughs> see where you are on that. Yeah. And, um, and start there and then, yeah. Thank y'all so much for your openness and your time and, um, and just creating this, this option for women. I think that this is so important and um, I'm, just, I'm just really glad that we get to, to share this, you know, share this with women. I appreciate it so much. 
Thank you for Thank giving us a you, chance uh, on, on a topic that can seem intimidating and also for all the work that you're doing for women to yes. help them live better, more comfortable, happier lives in their bodies. We are so on the same mission. I know. I love it. I know. It's uh, it's very rewarding. And um, I know that you probably feel the, the exact same way I do when somebody just turns that corner and they're, yes. it's like it's their a, eyes light up and they're like, it's amazing. I know my life can be different. It's just like, you feel like that, like that infusion of purpose, just like, yes. you know, makes your heart when it explodes. It just yes. happens. It's just, yes. it's so exciting. <laughs> it's Absolutely. so fun. <laughs> well, thank you ladies. Um, thank and thank you. you all for listening. I hope you have a healthy and blessed week and I will talk to you soon. Remember that my mom is an awesome nutritionist, but she's not a doctor. The information in this podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Always talk to your doctor before making changes to your nutrition or exercise program. Thanks for listening. Have a healthy and blessed week.